Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Prospector's Radio Show, the talk show for our community. Please welcome Rich Cooley, Ron Harrison, Indiana Gold Hunter Dennis Payton, Kathleen Biffle, and your host, Tim Grimes. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the, we'll call it the first edition of the Wednesday Night Prospector's Radio Show. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's having a great week so far. Joining me tonight. I got my great crew and co-host. First off, we got Mr. Ron Harrison. How are you, Ron? Well, we're doing good tonight. Just been busy packing some stuff today. You know, Kathy had to work last night and got off this morning. And so just packing more boxes so we can, we got to get the trailer loaded up uh, in the next three days. Because then after that, next time off, uh, we'll be heading to Bama. Be rolling again. Hopefully the weather cooperates. Yeah, it snowed today, but the ground was so warm that it didn't stick. So, oh well, good. That's a plus, but it's supposed to be twenty-five in the morning. It was uh, twenty-nine this morning, but twenty-five tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm just hoping that you don't run into any snowstorms or anything like that on the way there. Yeah, you... us too. It's thirty-five right now, but it's you know, hey, a little chilly out. At least it'll be warmer in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, it's a rain down there. I mean, hopefully uh, they get some blue, rain. Boy, they need the rain bad in those Georgia fires, or I mean, North Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia. Just they all for, need it. Apparently, they ain't none of them getting it, are they? Oh no, it's record breaking. No it's rain. Horrible. No bad from there. Joining. She our, says she says that river that we were all in is just so low. Wow, I, it's crazy. I know. It's I talked to some people in the. Georgia area, and they said same thing. It's just bad. No water, none. It's it's just bad. Yeah. Just like our friends out there in California, no water. It's exactly, horrible. and uh, of course, there's been a lot of uh, California and Nevada firefighter have gone uh, back east to help battle those fires, which I thought's pretty nice. Wow, of the firefighters, is, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, they've got all the equipment to handle that stuff. They said they haven't ever seen fires like that back there, and I don't know, fifty, sixty years or something. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is something else. It is. It is. Well, I'm glad you can make it tonight, Ron. Thank you, buddy. Oh, yeah. We're here. Also joining me tonight, we got Miss Kathleen Bipp. Well, how are you, Kathleen? Doing well. Doing well? Staying warm? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think it feels great outside. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's cold. We haven't even turned on the heat. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, my house is made from stucco, so it's like an adobe oh. <laughs> brick oven. Okay. <laughs> As long as the sun is shining, we're pretty warm. My heater's been on for months already. Oh. I got months? one. I got one. Yeah, it's been on for like two months already. Ugh. Since October, early October, I turned mine on. And now I got this one blaring in here where I'm at now because I hope nobody oh, can hear it. I'm freezing. It's like, here we go. Now well, it was um, officially shot in mine's anniversary today happy anniversary thank you <laughs> he took me out to a nice dinner so i i'm very very full <laughs> all right you gonna be all right oh yeah i'll we be get fine through this? Okay. I, I had them box up half of my meal and i'm still full wow very Ugh. cool so your anniversary is going to be the anniversary of our first Wednesday show. There you go. Well, it'll be easy for us to remember, <laughs> won't it? Yep. It'll be, it was on my anniversary. And I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Hey, have you gone through those cons yet? No, no, gosh, no. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I figure, Did you open the bucket? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a surprise for you. In the bucket? Yes, in the bucket. <laughs> I'm almost yeah. afraid to look. Kathleen, someone wants to know how many years. Uh, we've been married three years, together six years. Wow, very cool, though. I'm, I'm I almost, guess we're still newlyweds. Yeah, you're still newlyweds. Oh, <laughs> the honeymoon isn't over yet. No. <laughs> That's good, though. I'm happy for you guys. That's Thank you. Cool. But I'm also a little afraid to look in the bucket. 
<laughs> yeah, you ought to let us know once you look in the bucket. <laughs> we wanted to give you the full Pirate's Cove experience. Oh, no. <laughs> that could be really scary. There's... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I ain't done nothing wrong to get paid back for anything. Yeah, so. Oh no, no! So I should be good. <laughs> yeah, we just wanted you to, you know, feel what we felt. Oh. Cool, awesome. No, I brought it in. Was that when did I meet you guys? Last night was last it? night. Yeah, right, last night I brought it in. I, I I didn't put it in a garage because I don't want to freeze. And I brought it in the house and I I put it up and said I'll <clears throat> try to go through it this Saturday. I'm hoping, you know, <laughs> that's my plan. I mean, after I get back from doing what I got to do. I, well, for only being a quarter full, it was pretty heavy. Yeah, it was. If that tells you anything. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, you never know. You never yep. know. I'm looking forward to going through it. It's just like, okay. Then tonight, of course, I didn't have time. So I was like, I'll just do it this weekend. If not Saturday, then Sunday's my plan. <laughs> so it will be done by Sunday show. I will have went through it. Okay. I promise. You when you yeah. So hopefully I'm I'm posting a big nugget picture. I hope so. <laughs> I dug be, that by hand. That would be cool. <laughs> well, I thank you guys. That was awesome of you guys to think about me and remember me. Well, of course. I appreciate it. Uh, and also I'm glad you made it tonight. We'll have have some fun with our with our listeners and have us a good time. So yep. also joining us is our good friend and co-host, Mr. Rich Cooley. How are you, Rich? And Rich is... <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Okay. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. How's everyone doing? Doing good. Now, we uh, was having a little pre-show talk. We'll kind of give people a little taste of what might be coming up. Uh, should we tell them what you're planning Sure. Sure. You want to tell them? Want me to tell them or you tell them? You tell them. Go ahead, buddy. All right. What we're going to do, starting on Sunday night show, if we do not have a guest and we have an open mic, we're going to basically have like an equipment segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, it's going to be starts with a pan, ends with a pan. We're going to start out uh, doing talking about pans, different types of pans, and then the next time that we do it, we're going to do probably classifiers and uh, classifying material, and then we'll just go on from there. That'll be cool. We'll have uh, different segments each time we do either an uh, open mic night mm-hmm. or a Wednesday night show, and mm-hmm. I'll be doing that with uh, different types of equipment, just talking about them a little bit, not getting into really extents. And then right. if you want to call in and ask questions or if you build your own equipment and you want to call in and talk about it, and let us know, you know, how you build it, what you used, and stuff like that. That's what the equipment segment is. So if you want to call in at that time and let us know, that would be good. That would be nice. I look forward to that one. And then you'll, you'll, you're just going to keep, like, every week change it. So, like, one week it might be sluice yep. boxes, ripples, drop, uh, then maybe high bankers, dredge. Oh, it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to that. So we'll have the news segment from Cap Lean, the equipment segment from Rich. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know if Ron has got something thinking or or Dennis or yeah. myself. If, uh, also, I'd like people to call in and let us know what you build, you know, yeah. and what you did. You don't have to do it in that segment, you know. Right. It, it, or or we can. It doesn't matter. How, however we do it, we'll just take it as it goes and uh, yeah. try to improve on it. And So we'll probably start then. We'll say this Sunday because we was talking earlier that this week we'll probably do open mic and then next week have our guest uh, so maybe right. this Sunday will be our first segment on the equipment and then of course we'll have our news segment uh, and then our usual stuff and like you said we always inc- this like tonight we're kind of directing this show Feeling it out. yeah directing this show more towards uh, people that don't get to tune in at 7.30 on Sunday nights because they're on the West Coast or something and they're still in the gold fields or at work or at church or whatever and they don't well, get yeah, to catch the, the show live. It's like prime prospecting season right, right now. Right. So they're they're probably out there, you know. Yep. So we're, that's why we're doing this, right? To yep. give them a taste of the Sunday show live. They actually can experience it live too then. And, uh, and, mm-hmm. then, and then by all means, if they can, tune in Sundays, of course. And same for our Sunday listeners. We hope they can tune in on Wednesdays. So we'll do that. We'll kind of 
it'll so it's kind of almost going to be like our Sunday show on a Wednesday night. You know, our same stuff, but we're going to try adding some new things, like you said, with the equipment thing, the news thing, and uh, anything else we can come up with to try to keep it fresh. And, but we always encourage callers to call in. Of course, and, and that's what we need to do. It's a call-in show. We need people to call in. You know, yeah. we understand you do have questions, and uh, we have some or somebody uh, checking in the chat room, you know, and mm-hmm. feeding the questions. But it's always best to call in and talk yeah. to everybody, you know, get everybody a chance to get involved and uh, try to get more members on the show, too. Sure. Cause if we they, love hearing from our listeners. Yeah, because if they call yep. in, you can actually discuss it with them. Where Correct. if they just type it in the chat room, it's just the question. But when they call mm-hmm. in, they have a chance to, you know, banter. I right, and if we don't know the answers, we'll, we'll try to find out and, and let you know, or we'll get back with you to, the, you know, the next show and do an update on what we found out with the information that we didn't have for you. Yeah, you know? that's, our, that's our plan. So Sure. Everybody keep posting those suggestions on the site and that uh, that one post we had up there. Very cool. But uh, so that's what we're doing here. So West Coast, we hope you're listening. I know I see a lot of our regulars in there listening, which is awesome. We're glad mm-hmm. they made it tonight. And uh, so this is our first Wednesday show. So we're just pretend it's Sunday, I guess. Right, and then after we, or after Kathleen gives her news segments, then we can accept callers, you know, we'll give the number out, and we have been giving the number out, but some people, I guess, catch it, it. and some people don't, but... Ron posts it, I play it on the the phone line thing, and then it's usually always posted in the chat room, and uh, so yeah, after Kathleen does her news, we'll... Open up the phone lines, and if anybody's got any questions, comments, suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Call us remember, tonight. Remember, it is a call-in show. I mean, we do look at the chat room, but when we say we're going to do that, everybody starts only using the chat room for yeah. questions. And if it, if it gets too heavy in the chat room oh, with yeah. questions, you know, remember, it's a call-in show. Yeah, because we can't ask all the questions in the chat room. We might get a couple. That's right. Us, so well, I'm hoping that the news will maybe bring some discussions. Well, you don't well, you necessarily know, have to have a question. Right. But if you have an opinion on discussion. something, we'd love to hear it. Right. Well, you want to go sure. ahead and roll with the news now? Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> Do you want to roll with it now? It's up to you. All right. I'll let you call it. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, wait a minute. All right, everybody. <laughs> it's time for. Wait a minute. Wait a wait. Kathleen Biffle. Dredging up the news with Kathleen Biffle. I got to get that. He's looking for his notes. Yeah, you're right. Hey, you know, it's our first Wednesday show. right. It was on the wrong page. Darn it. All right. Take it away, Kathleen. All righty. So, November 16th, 2016, we have some political updates pertaining to mining. I know a lot of you are sick of politics, but, you know, it's actually in the forefront with our industry. So, as we've been hearing, President-elect Trump has been busy building his cabinet. Trump is appointing Myron, and and I'm going to get his last name, I think it's Abel. Okay. Um, to lead the EPA's transition. Um, he will play a big role in choosing EPA personnel and shaping the future of the government agencies that deal with environmental and climate policy. Well, this news has environmentalists upset because Abel's stance on climate change, specifically on his views on what they call, quote, dismantling, end quote, the EPA and also on Trump's plans to withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement, which was created to tackle global warming by committing more than 190 nations to reduce heat-trapping emissions over the coming decades. So Myron currently leads environmental and energy policy at the Competitive Enterprise Institute, and this is a libertarian advocacy group financed in part 
by the fossil fuel industry. So, he has also helped chair the Cooler Heads Coalition, which describes their mission to, quote, dispel the myths of global warming. So, in the past, Abel has played a role in national strategy to challenge the research showing global warming is both man-made and real. In 1998, he stated, victory will be achieved when the public recognizes uncertainties in climate science. Abel is quoted in a 2012 documentary that was called Climate of Doubt. Um, he was quoted as saying, there are holdouts among the urban bicoastal elite. He thinks that uh, we have won the debate with the American people in the heartland. And these are the people who get their hands dirty, the people who dig up stuff, mm -hmm. the people who grow stuff and make stuff for a living, and the people who have a closer relationship to tangible reality, to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> to stuff. So he says, uh, he continues to say, we need to keep banging away on the science. We cool. are fighting for the expansion of government and climate change policy is just one of many pretexts for expanding government. So that is Ebel's stance. Okay. So that has liberal acti activists, you know, well, sure. in an uproar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, the activists have put together a petition on the website We the People, and the petition is for Trump to oust Myron Abel from his transition team. The petition has nearly 100,000 signatures, which is the threshold uh, to receive a response from the White House. Mm -hmm. However, it was announced Tuesday, yesterday, that the petition has been removed and closed by the White House, stating... The We the People website platform is intended to address only federal policy decisions and not personnel decisions made by the incoming administration. So that's good news. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's so much criticism, criticism out there on Trump building his administration, and you know he's plugging away. So let's just let's just let people get the job done, folks. You know, will this ever end? <laughs> we shall see. I know. In Amra News, um, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack approved an exemption request by Colorado's Governor John Hickenlooper to allow the Forest Service the right to establish and collect fees from anyone who uses federal recre recreational land without any reviews by the Recreation Resource Advisory Committee. Um, to give you more insight on this, uh, the Federal Land Recreation Enhancement Act allowed federal land managers to charge fees um, in an order to help manage the impacts of high traffic recreation areas. Mm -hmm. However, it required a review from the Resource Advisory Committee. Colorado, however, has not been able to fill this advisory committee since 2013. So some fear that now there will be a backlog of fees getting implemented and this will give the Forest Service free reign to add fees. I've seen something about that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, on the other side of the spectrum, others feel that this is a better way to involve local residents who actually use the lands. Some feel the waiver could give local users more of a voice having these decisions reviewed rather than having these decisions reviewed by a small committee. Fee reviews still have a specific 16-step process that requires public involvement from local users, residents, and local politicians. So, you know, with that being said, Colorado now joins other states that have eliminated the Resource Advisory Committee, which includes Nebraska, South Dakota, and Wyoming. In other AMRA updates, uh, the Damon Shipyards Group held a seminar this November on the subject of environmental dredging for key players for the Chinese dredging industry. 
there were over 50 representatives from over 20 Chinese dredging companies that attended the seminar. As many of you know, sediments can build up in rivers and lakes causing the pollution of water supplies. China is home to 20% of the world's population with 7% of the world's fresh water supply. So in a recent study by the International Water Association, at least a third of the water in China is unfit for human consumption due to pollution. Mm. So removing sources of contamination, contamination with dredging is the first step to restoring the water supply. So uh, Damon's dredging portfolio also has a plan to clear the sediments from dams, which, present, which prevents the sediment buildup on the hydraulic, hydroelectric turbines. So not only does this affect drinking water, it also affects agricultural irrigation and the electricity generation. So efforts like these can be a positive thing for mining and dredging as it points out the benefits of dredging to the water supplies. But of course, we all knew this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So in entertainment news, you're going to kick out of this. All right. (laughs) Todd Hoffman Uh from the hit TV series Gold Rush. He took a moment to speak to Fox Business News about his views on the Trump and gold mining industry. He did that today. He, T- Hoffman supports Trump and Trump's views on reducing the debt. He is quoted as saying, quote, he is not saying Trump will resolve our problems, but as a gold miner, why he's in gold mining is that he is watching our country print money and get into debt all these years. He believes in gold because he's worried about his kids. So Hoffman, as well as many miners, are hoping Trump will follow through on his campaign promises. As we know, we are concerned over the impacts of the current regulatory environment on small mining companies. Hoffman stated he may have an opportunity to influence to influence the Trump's administration position on mining industry regulations. He revealed in the interview today that he threw his hat in the ring for an appointed position that has to do with mining. However, he didn't know if that will happen and doesn't even know if he can work a regular job anymore. Hmm. Interesting. I, I that would be interesting to see Hoffman in the White House. Yeah. yeah no, it would not. No. <laughs> I thought you was going to say he cut an uh, I know, album. right? So what are your thoughts on that? Feel I, free to call in after my report. Yeah. <laughs> it scared me. Though. Hey, at least he's not Lady Gaga. Yeah, you know? that's true. <laughs> that's all good. All right. On the global front. Illegal gold is finding its way into smartphones and cars. The Colombian gold has been referred to as blood gold due to the controversial way it's being mined. So deep in the Colombian jungles, small illegal mining operations are under the control of like Marxist guerrillas or drug traffickers. They're working long hours to pull gold from the ground. So the international gold refiners who are supposed to hold certificates of good business practice buys this gold and in turn sells it to the U.S. companies and the gold finds its ways into products ranging from smartphones, cars, and gold coins made by the U.S. Mint. Hmm. So these companies are relying on these organizations that should be validating the legality of the gold. Companies like Apple and General Motors go further to do their own research and audits of their supply chains, not limited to only gold, but other metals. However, illegal gold still slips through the system. Mm -hmm. There is about 85% 85 of the 59 tons of gold produced last year in Colombia came from operations without government license or permits. Mm -hmm. Many operations uh, range from large-scale mining to uh, with tons of equipment to the single miner. 
So a percent of this gold is being handed over to local guerrillas. Illegal mining is fueling prostitution, prostitution, child labor, and widespread in environmental damage due to unsafe practices. So there has been a, a lot of effort to crack down on illegal mining in Africa, as we have heard. However, the illicit gold mining and trading in Colombia, Peru, and Venezuela continues, continues to run rampant. In other global updates, um, Russia's minister, minister of Natural Resources confirmed Russia's plans to use the experience of, of Canada in the field of geological exploration of their domestic gold fields. The Russian government is trying to attract well-known Canadian experts and pr producers in the field to assist in their geological exploration. So this announcement is due to the low volume of investments by small startup companies. The goal is to have 65% of the overall structure of investments in Russian gold mining, as opposed to the current 10 to 15%. So this plan will help keep Russia in line with the global standards. However, as we all know, <laughs> there's always controversy. Yes. Russian gold producers are skeptical in the plan as they feel that Russian gold producers, as well as like the major uh, global companies operating in the country, they fear that the appearance of small players affiliated with local authorities could result in the seizure of promising gold mining areas by private companies. So these, they're afraid that these companies will try and resell them to large companies with higher premiums. Hmm. So that's in the global front. And I wanted to, you know, um, end with a fun fact like we do. Okay. So we have uh, this week in history. On November 28th, it's kind of this week, mostly next well, kind week. Of next <laughs> November 28th, 1848, the first gold ship bound for the U.S. Mint, um, bearing $500,000, um, sails from San Francisco. So $500,000 in 1848 would be worth approximately $15,151,515. Times have changed for sure, haven't they? I know. Mercy. So, um, in 1874, prospectors found gold near uh, what what's known as present-day Custer, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. However, the deposit turned out to be small, and larger pl placer gold deposits were found in, De in the Deadwood Gulch. And that was discovered in November 1875. So, in 1876, thousands of gold seekers flocked to the new town of Deadwood, Deadwood mm -hmm. although it was still within Indian lands at the time. Yeah. Very cool. So, a general fun fact, I don't know if any of you knew this, um, early sections of San Francisco were built out of ships abandoned by prospectors. No, so, they abandoned know. their ships and went prospecting. And they created buildings out of the ships yep yeah that's pretty interesting fun fact. i thought that was interesting <laughs> it's pretty cool <laughs> i had no idea of that very good very all nice. right well that's all i had today all right well let's open the phone lines for him then okay yeah Here. what do you think about hoffman dad i thought you was gonna say uh <clears throat> just released a new album Todd <laughs> hoffman's greatest hits or something because i know he's turned into quite the crooner and uh well, yeah. I thought that was what you was going to say. I mean, <clears throat> I you got to have the celebrities involved yeah, too, right? Yeah, I, I honestly did. I thought <laughs> that's where that was going. I thought, oh, mercy. Yeah, I figured he'd have a hit song or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, being played on like the weekly top 40 or something. I was thinking, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> well, I'm just curious to know what appointed position he wanted to have. <clears throat> Todd Hoffman? None. <laughs> None. Please. <laughs> no. Just interesting. That, that was, I watched, that, I actually watched I'm that sorry. interview today on Fox Business. Now, now wait, speaking of, of Gold Rush, let's go, let's, let's go to Gold Rush for a minute. 
Okay. Okay, because this, this, everybody watches Gold Rush. Now, alright. Let's see. We left the Klondike where we was getting all this ounces of gold every week to go to this fantastic place where there's all these nuggets and now what they Oregon. get? What they get last week? Ten ounces or something like that? It's like really? Oh yeah! Here it we was go again. Not the fifty ounces that they needed to you continue. Got three thousand ounces last season. Yeah, you got three three thousand last season. It seems like every place that uh, he gets good gold at, he likes to leave there. It, it, I'm starting to see this. It's like I mean, that's the way it looks. It's like going back well, to Africa again. The thing, the thing of it is, is I, I guess they wanted to go to this place. They're in or- what Oregon, Oregon right? Yeah, because right. of the fact that they were finding bigger nuggets. Well, you got to keep in mind before you make that decision that nuggets are not going to be all laying together, right? And you know, like the gold is. So right. it's going to be far few between to try to run a whole bunch of material and find nuggets and all that material, which they should have thought about that before. You know, well, and they decided they, to do that. And what do they always say? Your money's in the small gold, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where your money is in the fine Well, there's gold. one thing, you know, you know, we've got claims, and if I was going to try to sell my claims or try to talk someone into mining on them, I would get all the nuggets that I've got a handful to show to someone like they were showed <laughs> a handful of nuggets. That doesn't mean they're going to come up with them. No, I mean, they're, they're finding some nice nuggets, but, I mean, yeah. with a handful of nuggets is not... Just not enough. It's not thousands of ounces. I mean, they were getting yeah. a lot of the fine gold in the Klondike, but it was a lot and a lot of weight. So it's like... But look look at when Freddie and his brother was down there. They were finding tons of freaking nuggets, yeah. and but they didn't find near as much gold as everybody else did. Right, but not enough, though. Right, still, it's... Yeah. Yeah, you're finding a handful of nuggets, but if this guy's finding... 20 ounces of fine stuff and you're finding five ounces of nuggets it's like well i know it's you know they all live in oregon so it's it's so much closer for their families and and their i understand that part of it but i just i couldn't see leaving all that gold in the klondike they were killing it up there i mean three look what parker's doing he's killing it again (laughs) yeah again i mean so's tony beats look what they're getting from that dredge the old land dredge so it looks like, you know, maybe they're thinking again, you know, we made the wrong decision. Are they going to go back to the Klondike, I wonder? It, it makes you think for a minute. It's like, man, this, the Klondike's the place for them to be. They're doing good down there. They finally got up and running, right? Because remember when they started, I mean, oh, my God, they were a ragtag bunch. And oh, yeah. If they found a couple of grams. their equipment. Yeah, they were happy. So now it's. It's like going back to the Well, I guess, I guess they're going to be going to those other two little claims they're setting up yeah. on, ain't they? Yeah. I oh, want yeah. to see how that pans out. Dave and, Turin. Yeah. Had right. found something. Yeah. So hopefully that one pans out, but it's like, oh, man, I, I don't know. I, I know it makes for good TV. I mean, we all know that, but... You know, but still, it's like, oh my God, guys, not again. I, I feel bad for all the all the guys, you know that yeah, the, the, the they're, they're working so hard and they're not seeing nothing yet. Yeah, that's speak oh of, my you gosh, know. that's the hard part. Yeah, I think they're the crew seems to be regretting leaving the Klondike more than anybody because, like you said, three thousand ounces last year. That's pretty darn good. My and he opinion. wants to get five thousand ounces this year. Yeah, and what have they got so far? Sixty? <laughs> even that? Yeah, not even a hundred ounces. Yeah. I don't think. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah. I wish them the best. Well, at least he's All close to home. Anyone listening? I'm posting it in chat, but it's four one nine five two zero seven five seven four. Oh, here we go. Let me uh, play our little phone line thingy. You're listening to Prospectors Radio on the Gold Prospectors Space Network. Phone lines are open. Have a question? Give us a call. 419-520-7574. We'll play that for the ones that aren't in the chat room. That way they know the number, too. And right. They got a question? You can give us a call. We're going to be here till the 10 o'clock. Over 25 minutes yeah. or so. Yep, about 25 minutes. So give us a holler if you want to talk about anything. Gold rush, equipment, news, whatever. We're here tonight for you guys. So... Pick up that phone. I mean, even even the uh, all the news with Trump's administration. 
it's crazy how much criticism he's going under, and I just feel like he's going to always be the underdog. Oh, yeah. Here's a caller for us, guys. Hold on, Kathleen. All right. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Tim. It's Carrie from Ohio. How are you? Doing good. How are you tonight, Carrie? Hey, Carrie. Very well, thank you. Hey, Kathleen. How are you? Good. <laughs> how are we doing, Carrie? Hey, Rich. How are you? Good. Miss you guys. We had a blast. Oh, gosh. It was so Oh, fun. yeah. I did have a blast, but I just got done finishing up going through my concentrate. And? Yeah. And I did not oh, yeah. have a blast doing that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you didn't find anything? So, um, I did, but not what I was expecting. So I have a question. Um, okay. I, As most of you guys know, I'm running the, the Martin... Uh, high banker dredge combo, mm-hmm. two and a half inch. So I don't know if I'm sitting at my box wrong or if it's the area that I'm working, but my question's for my box. So how do you guys set up your boxes? Like what degree do you set up your your uh, high bankers at? Kathleen, you want to go first? Are you talking about um, where you where all the material feeds in? Are you talking about the yeah. sizzle? In general, how do you set your box up? Yeah, in general, mm-hmm. how do you do you use a tape measure and a level, or do you just kind of eyeball it? I or? just eyeball it, honestly. Um, if I don't see a lot of water coming out the back, then I know I have a good angle. Because you want a little bit of water coming out the back, but not a lot. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. That's how I do it. For me, mine's different because if I have water, basically with my box, um, what I do is I I level it up first of all. Okay. With with a level. I level. Yeah, I put a level across mine in the front and level it up. My stand up. I just set the stand up so so the the legs are, you know, probably. I want to say the box is enough to get a black tub underneath it. You know what I mean? When I set my legs okay. up, so I can get a so I can get a, a black tub underneath the front, and then of course I just set the legs up higher in the back, tighten them up. I put my uh, box on, level it out. I level the front first. I get it level. No matter what, if I gotta tilt it to the side, when it's level, it stays level. Then I go to the back corner, whichever peg is off the ground. I put that rod down and then tighten it up, and the box should be level. So what I do then is once I fire it up, I get it running, and I check the water flow. And what you should see is when you're looking in the box, if you have it turned up, you're not going to be able to see it. But I, I go ahead and I put some material in. Basically, if you're high banking or dredging, I'll run material in. And you're going to have to turn your water speed down a little bit, just a little bit, so you can see the action in the box. You should see the material moving in the box. You should be able to see it circulating and moving. Once you see that material moving and you know it's working correctly, then bump it back up. Now, okay. underneath your high banker box, there Usually in mine, I have a punch plate and I have wire mesh underneath mine. Now there's a little slope there. Now the big rocks in there is going to lay on there. If you know they're laying on that box and they're not washing out, two things is wrong. One, you don't have enough water going into that box to wash them rocks off. Or two, the back is too low. You need to raise the back up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I had a blast in Indiana, but... Mm-hmm. My my concentrates were not showing how much work we actually did in the three days. Right. We were now, there. When, when, now, when you did a clean out, okay, when you did a clean out, you turned the water off, you took your riffle set out. Yeah. Where was most of the nails at in that box? They were, because I had Dennis's double D sluice on extension on my box, they were throughout the entire through my main box. Wow. And through so the they, double D so D they wa- even the double. Okay. D so they did wash through yeah. the double D sluice too. Yeah. I mean, I had the hardest time painting it out because there, I had so much metal Buckshot. in my mm-hmm. concentrate. Oh, we did too. That- <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one. We did too. Buckshot I don't, 
buckshot bullets, zipper teeth, the crazy yeah. amount of zipper teeth we talked Rock about bikes. that. Oh yeah, there's there's little zipper things that are amazing. Mm-hmm. I I can't believe there's so many of them in there. That is crazy. <laughs> where do those yeah, come but, from? Yeah, where does it come from, honestly? <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't. I, I have don't no know. idea. <laughs> but yeah, I had metal throughout. You know, the whole entire thing. Okay. So it it wasn't just sitting at the top of the main box or you know at the bottom. It, it was throughout the entire unit. Yeah, I, I really can't go by the splashing out of the back of my box because that way, if I crank my pump all the way up, I am getting a lot. I'm getting water out of the back of my box. So I mean, that's okay. that's natural for mine. That means I'm running out a little bit hot, which means I'm putting too much water in it. But what I do with mine is I adjust the angle a little bit, raise the front up a little bit. That way, it doesn't right. push all the stuff out. But if you're looking in the box there and you're actually seeing the, the the material working and dancing and stuff, you're pretty much all right. And then now all you got to do is find out, do some tests every once in a while. You know, go up and put a pan there, let it fill up, and pan it out and make sure you're not losing any gold. Right. You know, I, I do mine every once in a while just to check it. And once I feel confident, I just run the heck out of the material because I know I'm good. Okay. Right, like it's all experience, Carrie. You'll sure. you'll get. I'll tell you what. It took me the longest time, and Darth can vouch for this. It took me the longest time to be able to set up a sluice in a stream because I got so disgusted that I couldn't get it set right. Mm-hmm. But That's once you do I'm it a while, right <laughs> yeah. Once you do it a while, you'll get the knack to it, and you just gotta, you know, you you just try to watch somebody else do it or. The next time we go down and we set up a banker, I'll show you how to do it, and then you can pick up on it from there. I mean, it okay. it takes time. It will take time until you get it right. But once you get that confidence up, you'll you'll be fine. Oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. And Kathleen, <laughs> happy anniversary to you and Chad. Oh, thank you. I hope you. you had a great dinner. Oh, <laughs> so, I hope to see everybody out on the river here soon. No, right. Okay. Thanks for taking hope my so. call. Thanks for calling, Carrie. All right, thanks. All right, have a great night. Thank you. You too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Now, don't you uh, start out, Rich, when you're setting it up that uh, <clears throat> your inch per foot deal to start? I don't even go by you that. You don't even go back. You just mostly eyeball it. Yep, pretty yeah, much. I know. And that's what, that's that's a basic rule of thumb, mm-hmm. one inch per foot. Right. And I and I've found that that does get you close. Get you but close. Yeah. That throws it all the all out of the park, depending on what size pump you're using and sure. how much water you're running through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that throws it all out of the park. Yeah. That's why I always like this. What Ron? Using? Yeah. What Ron? Say that again. And I said also, what kind of mats are you using? Sure. Ripple system mats. Yeah, Correct. Right. Yeah. That mm-hmm. all, because once once you've done it, as long as a lot of us have. You know, we look in there, and we is what we watch for is we watch to see how the material's running. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and yeah. are you catching heavies? You catching lead? You catching bullets? You catching those heavy? You know, the nails. Uh, is it packing up? Well, then you know you don't have enough pitch, right. or you don't have enough water flow. One of the two because and, it's loading up. Mm-hmm. So key, you get used point. to looking at that stuff. Yeah, you know, it's so it's and, it's easy for us to do. Sure, right. And, and here's one little test that you can do. Uh, basically, when you know you're not losing anything and it's running good, pick up a rock about the size of a quarter, draw it back in, and watch how many, how long it takes for it to come out. That way you know, rule of thumb, like, you can see how many times it bounces across the ripples, you know? I mean, there's just a little judge for you, and that way, in your mind, you can remember, hey, you know, it's supposed to look like that. Wait a minute! It's not looking like that. What do I need to do to make it look like that? Mm-hmm. So it's just a couple of things that you can do to to remember on how to set it up. You know, right? And I agree, like with Ron. I always like to check my box and see if I'm loading up or something after I start running, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> and make adjustments from there. That always seems to. Well, I, I know down there when we were at in, in Indiana, I was loading up a little bit. Really? But the back of my box was not loading up. Not the right front the back, was right. loading up. Okay. So what I had to do is I had to lower the front down about a half inch. Yeah, get you a little more angle. But I didn't know that because I had my water run full blast. 
I had to turn the idle down, and that's why I, I turned the idle down and looked in it, and I could tell it was loading up in the front. Mm -hmm. So all I did was drop it down, put a pan underneath it, idled it back up, and then dumped the material back in, and then ran it a little bit more. I do it down, look at it. Okay, it's cleaning itself out. I'm good to go. Rock and roll. Fire right. up. Right. That's right. And then we ran material. But like you said, now, now how many times has Carrie ran that box? That's her first time? No. Uh, it's the first time I think she used it as a high banker, though. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's... Because we've always been dredging. Right. Right. It was the first time. And it, and it is different. Yeah. Yeah, definitely different. <laughs> so, you don't have a level and your material is... Is off to one side or the other. Sure, well, then you need to know, you need to lower lower yeah, the other side yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, until you have your material that's running evenly across the box. I mean, you but, can do all that without a level. It's just you oh really gosh, have to pay yeah. attention to what your box is doing. Well, right, pay attention right. to your box. And like we said, I mean, we've always been there. We all started out the same way, and uh, we all been that in the exact place Carrie's at, and it's. Uh, Oh, yeah, after, definitely. <laughs> after a few times, frustrating. yeah, she'll be telling people how to do it. It's just... I mean, I haven't even set up a sluice in a stream for a year or two. Right. Because I've been dredging and high banking and down in Virginia, and I haven't even put a, a sluice in the stream. Not me neither, buddy. You know, in so many years. So I'm <laughs> sure once I go to do it again, it'll be... It'll be a mess. Right back at old times, you know. <laughs> It'll be the same for me. I'll be like, why can't I get this thing to work well, right? Well, this winter, <laughs> when we prospect, I'll definitely be doing, you know, the stream sluice and high banking. Mm -hmm. Not dredging. No, it's too cold. No. <laughs> but mm -hmm. now, do you like the drop riffle sluice better or the or the regular riffle sluice better? Everybody. Who, me? Each one of you. Um, well, I like the regular. Regular, rich? I like a buckabilly, but uh, in low water areas, I don't mind using a drop rifle. It's a lot easier. All right, Ron. Well, uh, I've got you know I'm sold on the bazooka gold traps, but I've got okay. an A52 and I got a keen mini sluice that I started with thirty five years ago. You know the little little small sluice mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, the bazooka gold trap for me. If you're in you know, where you've got fast-moving water in a river and you can set it up, it's hard to beat that gold so trap. that's your favorite? I think I kind of like ease, the Yeah, for ease, it's too. really... Yeah, I'm a really, drop riffle. Like, because I'm like Rich, I think it's easy to set up. It, you know, it seems mm -hmm. to take less water flow and I don't have to fight with it as much. You know, when I set up my regular one, it's like, oh, gosh, you know, this, there's an hour just mm -hmm. trying I've got to a couple <laughs> drop ripples I like using... You know, when I'm in a lot slower creek yeah. water and stuff. That's uh, right. I think that's when what I'm I like crack, about When it. I'm cracking crevice and I like using a drop ripple because mm -hmm. I like to set it up close to where I'm cracking crevice so, and, and, real, and just get the slower slower water and, you know, classify right. to to 20 when I'm cracking crevice and then I've got plus 20s or minus 20s. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, drop riffles are They're really nice. a good sluice, too. Yeah, they are. Now... So that's a that that'll work because that's that's where I'm at too. Same thing. I just I think maybe I should try to set up a sluice again. <laughs> it's just been, it's so it's just been too long. Get back to basics. Yeah, it's been too long, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe it's something you should do every so often just to. It might help. I don't know because I'm I now. I just throw my dredge in the water and away I go. And I'm setting my sluice up on my dredge. You know, I like. To <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I'll change the angle on that a little, but it ain't nowhere near. I'm just kidding. You know, the angle I change on a regular sluice box. I mean, it's so much easier, so you don't think about those, the basics anymore, the just of setting up a sluice box and stuff like you used to when you started right. out. You just know? remember to try to, to set it up where you've got that nice V that's, that's yeah. you know, coming in the top of the box. And if you can get that V and it's going down the center of the box and, and your material's flowing down through there, and it's not loading up on you. Yeah. All right. Cool. Exactly. Here's All right. Well, here's another caller for you guys. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Jim. It's Mr. Wayne Wagner. How are you, Wayne? Hey, Wayne. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, hey Wayne. Jeff, Wayne, have you tried out that new Aurora mining box that you want? You know, I still have it because... 
you need a lot of of, of water mm-hmm. like flowing, and oh. you know this time of the year it's hard to find that. So maybe in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious to hear your Me reviews too. on that. Yeah. I know. I I can't wait to use it. Oh, did you get to try out the the magnet yet? The spin it off. The spin off. Yeah. No. Okay, you gotta get to try that hopefully soon too. Well, I I don't know because you need you need sand, black sand. Yeah, Yeah. well, just regular sand and black sand, and and we don't have that. We have a lot of clay and all that other stuff. Yeah, well, give it a try with the clay and stuff. So you got a lot of junk this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, you could have been spinning off nails and stuff this weekend. Yeah, that would be dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys. Got a quick question for you. Yeah, you know, I got that talent mat that I bought at the uh, at, from Bill's uh, uh, over there at uh, the gold show. Right now, uh, that talent mat. Did you, did you glue yours together, or did you tape yours together? Uh, glued and taped. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you you glue the the pieces and tape the sides and the bottoms. Oh yeah, and yeah. the bottom. And tape, the bottom. Okay. tape, tape, and more tape. I was having a hard time trying to put that mat together and try to tape it. <laughs> Should have brought it what over. You, what are you putting the talent in? <laughs> uh, I'm building that. I'm building the dredge box. Oh, okay. Uh, 12, 12 by thirty six dredge box, and and uh, uh, I'm using those uh, uh, water softener uh, cylinders for my floats. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be lighter this year. It's so. not going to be as heavy as it was last year. <laughs> but yeah, you, I'm just curious because, you know, I, docs say, well, sometimes you don't want to glue the mats if you want to change them out, you know. Right. If you're right, you could just tape them then if you're going to you be Use some gorilla, gorilla tape. It'll hold it uh, until you decide what you want to do, yeah. and then you, you might glue it. But when you do cut that mat for the box, if you haven't cut it yet, make sure you cut it. Not more than a sixteenth of an inch, you know, to where you can run tape up along the side of that. Uh, oh, okay. Because you, yeah, you you want it pretty tight to your box, but mm-hmm. just enough where you can tape it on both sides and bend that tape up. Tight, tight enough to where it lays flat in the box too, right? Right, right. Yeah. But to where yeah. it's tight going down the sides. Yeah, you should. Oh, okay. You get ready to glue it, Wayne. Bring it over. I hope you do it. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Hey, I, I've gotten pretty good at gluing the hog matting. Now, 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 use that Gorilla Tape. Uh, uh, is it recommended to clean the rubber before you uh, nope. uh, put that tape on there? Or? Nope. You can wipe the rubber off, but you really don't you have don't to. Have that's, to some, right. that's some oh, sticky it's, stuff. That's the best tape. Okay. Gosh, I love that and tape. And it's strong. Yeah. You won't have no right. problems. <clears throat> It works awesome, Wayne. It really does. The glue, the glue. Hey, you know what? I sure love listening to you guys when I'm going down the road. Where are you headed tonight? Nashville. Nashville. Toledo. Ah. (laughs) Going to Nashville from Toledo. Okay, where are you at right now? Going through Dayton. Oh, you're just getting started. (laughs) Yeah, it's a long night. Uh, I'll tell you what, it was. From, from uh, Toledo down to Beaver Dam, it's foggy. I mean, pea soup thick. Uh, there was a fog advisory I seen tonight, so yeah, be careful yeah. out there, Wayne. All right. On that gorilla tape, Wayne, make sure you get at least two and a half inch wide. Okay. You know, two and a half to three inch. Yeah, you don't want to. You really don't want to go less than two and a half inch. By the by, the time you bend that tape over, and which Tim can show you how to do that. Yeah. Piece of okay, cake. on the side, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, piece of cake. Though. Okay, not a yeah, problem. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, well, we'll, we'll figure out something, and I, I'll come down and have you help me there. Yeah, not a problem, buddy. You know that. I don't. Okay. Mind. All right, cool. Do you enjoy in the Wednesday show? Yeah, hey, it, right. that, it, it's nice to get a, a, a reminder on uh, on my phone that what you guys are on. All right, good. <laughs> nice. Oh, we're glad you liked it, and. uh so, like I said. Yeah, I, I think this is a big hit there. Okay, well, we shall see. <laughs> okay. Thanks, buddy. Hey, guys, have a good night, guys. You too. Take care. Be safe. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, Wayne. Bye.
right, got time for another how many, how many people do we have in the chat room? Uh, just 30. 39, 39, but we have um, quite 39. a bit on um, Spreaker. How many, Kathleen? Oh, cool. Um, let's see. You got Spreaker pulled up? Well, about 20 in Spreaker at the moment. All right, cool. So 39. Well, this is our first Wednesday show. It's, you know, yeah. got it. it's going to start off slow. We got to get the word out. So we'll mm-hmm. spread the word more Sunday. and uh, On Sunday, we had over 100 in Spreaker. Yeah. That's and then nice. what? Seventy some in the uh, chat room. Ooh, we actually had more on the Spreaker chat. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah, <interesting>. we did. <laughs> that's cool. I like hearing that. But uh, so everybody, now don't forget. Tune in Sunday night. Uh, we'll have a nice new segment for you, the equipment segment. So tune in and tune in next Wednesday again for another. Oh, let's take one more call and then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, how y'all doing? Doing great. Is this our buddy, John yeah. Shaw? I figured I'd call in and inaugurate it good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's official. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good to see you have him back on twice a week again. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, we're glad, John. We're, we're, yeah. we're so to speak, testing the waters. Okay, yeah. so we'll... And Wednesday's a great day for me, because that's always my day off, whether there any of the rest of tomorrow or not. Well, good. That's <laughs> yeah, good. I like Wednesdays because it's hump day. Yeah, it's <laughs> midweek. Yeah, you get a good point. It's nothing on TV. <laughs> it's like... No, there it's isn't. It's a good night. <laughs> so we're, we'll see what happens. We're, we're going to roll with it for a bit and uh, see how it does, you know? And... Uh, mm-hmm. I want to thank you for submitting the first picture to the contest, John. Thank you. Well, I figured I'd start it off in a fun way anyhow. And you did. <laughs> and it's it's getting there. I've seen a new one today that was another great one. So there's some good pictures coming up there. And uh, the crew's going to get theirs up there as soon as possible. So. All right. And thank uh, you. Yeah, when I is the deadline for that? Uh, but, 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 uh, the deadline is December Something. Yeah. <laughs> I have to look again. I can't look during the show. Uh, I think it's the seventh. I'm not sure. Let me look real quick. Uh, yes, December seventh. December seventh. Okay, got it. So we got. I'm going to get mine done. I got to get it done this week. Ron will get his done when he gets back to Alabama. Kathleen oh. got to finish. Chad and I will get ours done before we leave for Cali. Okay, Rich. Uh, Rich already submitted I one. I don't su- know if I'm su- going to get mine done. I ain't going to get a new stream. Well, you submitted one. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know for sure, but we're, we're going to see. Yeah, Rich I'm, submitted I'm, one anyway. It wasn't one of him. There ought to be some pictures of me somewhere. I have to dig them up. Oh, yeah. yeah Somebody took pictures of me. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Somebody gonna... took pictures of me, I'm yeah, sure. You're right. There's one out there. I'm sure of it. There's probably mm-hmm. one of all so of us. We'll get around the calendar again. Somebody you in the river. The prospector might be good for the calendar. That's right. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> well, thank you again. I like I liked the ones that Lou put on there before, but I went under her thing, and I didn't see them in there, so uh, I don't know well, she what she might, did with them. She probably lost them when she accidentally deleted herself. Yeah, that probably took all her pictures off. That took off. all her pictures off. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yep. Sure it did. would clear them all. It, yes, it would. She'd have to re-put them back up there. So that's why you do it. couldn't find them, Rich. Yeah, <laughs> she had some good pictures of me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some. I might even have some. I'll have to look. If I do, I'll... I'm sure Sam probably has some yeah. too, probably. I'll send them. I posted one of him on there. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. do you? Okay. Yeah. But, John, thank you for the wonderful idea, brother. Oh, no problem, uh... Like it's I'm glad, glad it rolled with it. Glad it's turning out pretty good. I, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I I think it'll be like always, like the last week, and we'll start getting tons of pictures coming in. You know? Yeah. That's the way it always seems to roll. And uh, then we'll see. It'll be a heck of a contest with some great prizes. Oh, yeah. So good luck to everybody. Some great prizes. Yeah. Great prizes. <laughs> yeah. Some really great prizes just for submitting a picture. I mean, come on. So, thank you, John. Thank you. Awesome idea, brother. 
And, uh, oh, no problem. Anytime. Like right. I said, I enjoy, I enjoy the site, enjoy the people on the site. Everybody's a, a true help. I mean, uh, somebody has a question, there's always somebody there to uh, either with an answer or willing to look and help them find the answer. Yeah, this is true. This is true. He took a good brother here. there, so, you know. <laughs> well, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. We're, we're honored to have you as a member. All right. Well, I'm going to let somebody else get on here. I just wanted to put my two cents worth in on the novel show. All right. Well, thank you. Awesome. That, that was all we needed. Now we can yep. call it official. Yep. <laughs> all right. Y'all have a good evening. You too. Take care, buddy. No. All right. Bye, John. Thanks, John. All right. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So be sure to tune in Sunday night at 730. And then again, catch us next Wednesday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, everybody have a great week, and we'll see you Sunday. Good night, everybody. Yep. See you later. Good night. Good night, everyone. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 730 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.